Hello, welcome to BPM with your boy Alstalio and my special guest today, Lainey. Hey, how's it going? Hello, that, everybody. Did I Lane put out Kaloka. your name? Yeah, that's Simple it. is the important part. That's the important. Um, you are Al. Are you from, do you have a Japanese heritage? That's correct. That's correct. Then Genki. I can, I can, uh, I've been dabbling a bit in the Japanese. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to speak Japanese. You don't know how to speak Japanese? Oh, no, no. Okay. Okay. No problem. That's all right. Then we'll stick to the good old fashioned English then. Yeah. So you're a very decorated individual. What I'm interested in is because obviously you've achieved quite a lot in your short life. Um, what was your childhood like? Yeah, so um, I kind of got brought up in a household to be very frugal with your money, study hard, go to college, um, and work at a job for 40, 50, 60 years, and hopefully retire. Okay. But, um, but you know, I started investing in real estate yeah. um, after I saved up to buy a house to live in. And okay. uh, never look back after that. Um, we do passive cash flow investing. So mm-hmm. you need money to invest. But we take 20% down payments and mm-hmm. we buy properties that are cash flow positive. And we just rinse, wash, repeat, keep doing it again and again and again. Okay. That's awesome. Because like, like I said, I was, I was reading your obviously biography and I was thinking to myself, wow, you've somehow amassed a collection of 4,500 units. Is that correct? Uh, 4,800 now today, but you know, today it's, it's easier in the beginning. It's hard, right? When you're buying your first few properties, yeah, that's really when it's the hardest. Yeah. Cause I'll guess like, like, I don't know, like you know, I'm interested in investing as well. That's why I actually got you on the show. Um, not real estate though. I've thought more about stocks trading, you know, cryptocurrency, you know, the good old, the popular stuff at the moment. And I was thinking to myself, like, I can't scrape two pennies together to actually afford to let, let's say buy a house no never mind investing in st- in the stock market sorry so i was like how how did you manage to f- like get your focus together and buy a house at, i don't know how old you was but you was probably a young guy maybe you can give yeah, some, I mean, some we we there are a lot of strategies no money down all this stuff we don't do that right mm-hmm. we a lot of us in my group have high paid salaries. Mm-hmm. We take that money, we save it, and we buy rental real estate. And it's not a get rich quick scheme. Yeah, sure. But it, it takes a while, but you know, surely, but it kind of grows and grows and grows from there. <laughs> That's awesome. So um how do you begin investing now? What's what's the steps? Like obviously money, but say right. you want to go on your program. Right. You need money to invest, right? If you don't have money, you've got a money problem and you got to make some money. Um, I can't help you with that. Right. <laughs> a lot of people in my group um, make a pretty good salary. They went mm-hmm. to college, they studied hard, they got a professional salary and they combo that with their good, their, they don't spend money investing, right? They're good okay. savers. So most of the people on our group, they save 30, 40, $50,000 a year. Okay. And they put that to investing in real estate or 
hard assets, real assets is what we call it. Okay, so what do you recommend to Because like, I do know, I'm aware that there's a lot of people who make hundreds of thousands a year or six figures or whatever you are, seven figures. How would you somehow convince, especially for my, my diaspora, you know, like the black folks, we're not, we don't really have money that much. You know, we don't get good jobs. We don't get, I guess that's a lot to do with that. That's a bit more our own fault as opposed to everybody else's of, fault. A lot of rich black guys. <laughs> but they're like footballers. <laughs> they're like football. We take, take out the basketballers and the footballers. Take out yeah. these guys. I think that a lot of people are kind of, you know, in that situation. I'd say most of the population don't have very much money. And yeah, I didn't true, start yeah. off with too much in the beginning. Mm. But the important thing is to like, you, you make money, right? If yeah. you don't make money, I can't help you guys, right? <laughs> so you gotta make, you know, you gotta have a job, right? Yeah. You gotta make money or run a business, do whatever, mm-hmm. right? But then, you know, you spend money, right? You buy things, you buy food, shelter, clothing, some yeah. fun things, an iPhone, right? And then you have a net at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. To me, if you have a net, then that's, it's like having a pulse. You can, you can do something with this thing, right? It's not like a dead cat out there. Yeah. Like, and it's just a matter of taking that money and buying and saving, 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 saving until you can invest in, in things, right? Yeah. Some people, they invest in stocks and crypto. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, with real estate, you're going to need to save about $20,000 to buy even the smallest of houses, a $100,000 yeah. house that can bring in $1,000 a month rent. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's what I would kind of say, like step one, make, get some income in right step yeah. two make sure you're not spending more money than you're making and i think yeah. a lot of people get stuck in that predicament right but if somebody's past step two i can work with them right mm-hmm. it's just going to take a while somebody's only able to save maybe a thousand or five thousand dollars a year all right well it's going to take them four or five years to save up 20 grand but then mm-hmm. they get on that escalator right and start buying real estate yeah yeah i think that 20 to be honest like 25 i think i'm trying to think 20,000 is that's not really a, a lot of money so if it's you, if doable I, it's doable right and, and it might take people four years to save mm. two years to save you know but that's the name of the game like taking your savings mm. and putting it to investments that make you more money in yeah. the day is, is the goal that's it. it's uh, basically the whole idea that you gotta make your money work for you is it basically Right. And it's going to take a long time, right? I mean, you're, you're going to need a million plus dollars working for you for mm. you to not do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a get rich quick thing, but it works. Right. And I think it, it, it goes like when I first bought my first property in 2009, yeah. I didn't buy my next one until a few years later. Okay. But it, it's obviously grows very exponentially like yeah. a hockey stick. Snowballs, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, explain me the counterintuitive counter wealth rules to rich. Yeah. So, I think one of the big things is, you know, they tell you to investing in retirement accounts and a lot of mutual funds. But unfortunately, those are the things that I think hurt most people. Yeah. Those things are the retail investing products, high fees. Mm-hmm. And that ultimately is the reason why most people take so long to retire. And, okay. and I learned this very early on when I had a rental property, I was making like 20 something percent plus on my money. 
Mm. And I was like, well, why the heck am I going to put in this 401k thing, make eight to 10% up and down like a roller coaster. Mm. Right. And this is where I realized the whole system is engineered to kind of keep people working. Sure. Retail investments. Yeah. So um, I like, I like um, the whole idea of like, buying a house because uh, I'm always, I'm actually for the idea of buying a house. Cause I'm like, if I'm going to pay rent all my life, I might as well put that money into an asset. But obviously, well, so yeah, that's a big misnomer, right? Like, yeah. I'm not a big fan of buying a house to live in because yeah. when you buy that thing, you're it's not an asset. An asset mm. makes you money. A yeah. property makes you money because now it's a business. It's making a tenant in there. But yeah. what's in your house is not doing jack. That's true. So yeah. you don't buy it, in my opinion. Um, but I oh. think most most people should buy a house to live in because most people are really bad with their money. Yeah. Like most people need a savings account. Mm. So that's what the house is. It's kind of like a forced piggy bank. Yeah. But for those people who are financially responsible with the money, able to save at least a few thousand dollars every year, don't take that big down payment, plump it in a house and make nothing. Take that down payment and buy three, four, five houses. Oh. Or there's three <laughs> or four families making, you know, paying down your mortgage for you, getting your equity built up for, that, for there. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I would have knew that 15 years ago. <laughs> well, you bought your house already? Well, I got kind of lucky and we inherited the house. So, but we live in it and that's the bad thing, but yeah. I'm trying to figure well, out. Every day you continue, every day you can sell it, you know, that's the every truth. Every day you don't sell it is another day you chose to buy it. Do you think, do you think it's worth me selling that a house that I inherit or does it make sense for me to rent it out? What is it? If you would have sold it, how much would you purchase it for? Or how much would it sell for today? I think a good 200. What, what, how much would it rent? If somebody rented it from you, how much would you be able to get? I think there's two apartments in it. So I'm guessing around 1100, maybe. Okay. So 1100 divided by $200,000 is approximately five, a half a percent. So we mm. want to buy properties that are 1% or higher. Okay. So for your property, I would unload that thing. First. Okay. Just sell it. Yeah. <laughs> just put it in a Sell it and buy properties that actually are one percent rent to value ratio or higher. Dude, Again, that's... you take the month the monthly rent price divided by the purchase price. To okay. Get that rent to value ratio. Right. That's that's pretty smart actually. I never really thought about it like that, but you just give me a, like a nugget where I think to myself, actually, that's really smart. I could sell this house and probably buy, say, four apartments for fifty or sixty grand. Yeah, you and know. that's another thing that we we work on a lot is like return this concept called return on equity. Because right now, how much, if you were sold it, do you have a, do you have a debt on it? Do you have a loan? No, on no, it? no. It's paid. It's paid off. Okay. Well, yeah, you could probably buy six or seven houses. Really? Now you're speaking my life. Well, maybe not where I live, but maybe like in America, if I did an offshore like investment. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you live now? I live in Germany at the moment. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. I think this is what's nice is about America. America has the best loans. Yeah. And it and it has the best rent to value ratios. Asia, yeah. Europe, Australia, mm. really bad rent to value ratios. Yeah. So expensive. It's really expensive. The house prices are like flying through the roof. And then to rent, you could be easily buy a thousand, two thousand euros 
a month just renting and then you might as well yeah, buy the house but, but but that's a counterintuitive way of, like that's the counterintuitive way we think it's like we don't look at it like oh rent's doing money down the tube mm. you know and, and that's another thing like you know you don't take financial advice from people who are not financially free that's true yeah if it's your mom and dad and your buddies telling you that you should probably scratch your head <laughs> but yeah i mean like i rent man you rent it's financial yeah makes sense why would i want to buy but you own what you rent out isn't it yeah i will okay. only own something if i rent it out because then it's an asset okay i think i heard um was it cardone or someone said something like that this as well cardone grant cardone you know him for sure yeah i mean it, it's just numbers right yeah. if you're putting money into a property it better make you money mm. because but right now you get 200 grand of your money not doing jack for you yeah. right? it's like you're trying to fight a war but you Don't have the tools thousand soldiers doing nothing they're just smoking pot drinking beers <laughs> in the barracks right now right yeah, like, yeah. Get them doing get them doing something okay. not doing anything that's true man you're yeah, working man. harder for your money than your money is for you right now yeah those 200 grand of it right now i like it man. but that you know that's a, that's like everything we're not told right mm. yeah so all the secrets are, are held to the to the illuminati or whoever they call themselves yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean think about it right like if everybody said did what i told them do by a handful of rental properties it would have, people wouldn't work yeah who who would get our coffee who would yeah who would build the bridges who would do stuff right like, yeah so, so actually i'm not going to release this podcast i'm going to keep this for myself just like what they do yeah yeah i mean but you know it's it's to buy rental properties is a is a daunting task people mm. it's out of their comfort zone so people won't do it yeah so um, see uh, when i speak to my wife for example she's always like there's so much work that goes into it then you have to replace the roof or the boiler you know and that's why she's so scared but i'm like hey that happens once every 20 years i don't care about that in 20 years i've saved up so much money <laughs> a boiler is like a fraction yeah i mean that's what that's why it's important to go into properties that meet that one percent rent to value ratio because mm. at that point you'll you'll have excess cash to pay for what we call those are cap x items you know like the boiler the roof the yeah. plumbing electrical you know those big things you have to replace yeah. every five ten thirty years okay okay let's move on a bit um passive investing for working professionals uh, how do you build a portfolio in little time as possible how do i build one Buy a property that makes financial sense by buying 1% rent-to-value ratio property. Um, people can go to my website, simplepassivecashflow.com slash analyzer, get my free analyzer property. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, you know you can you have money to spare to pay property managers. Those are the those are a key person on your team that's going to do all your leasing, all your repairs for you. Um, and then you want to be able to make ample cash flow, right? Make money yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. That's, That's where it. it all starts. And it's, you know, it starts by finding a good broker, a good property manager, a good lender, mm. and then just stick it moving through the process. Yeah. Just snowballs. Uh, what are turnkey rentals? Uh, turnkey rentals are a way of, you know, a great way for beginners to get started. So you can 
pick up a property that a rehabber has you know picked up fixed up uh, new plumbing new electrical new roof you know, new appliances sometimes they'll even put in a tenant in there for you so it's truly turnkey so for a new investor it's a great way to get started that's how i got started um but then you know you use that and you acquire more and more and more rentals okay do you ever um uh, advocate the idea of buying these houses that are broke, like um, maybe they need renovating. It depends who you are, right? Like if you're a higher paid professional, your time is more valuable than screwing around with one of these things and the risk <laughs> that you take on. Yeah. Um, so it, it kind of falls on your personal situation. Okay. So you got to basically have a hobby. Like I like building up um, houses from scratch or from the derelict or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that I'd say, especially if you're getting started, don't do that. Just buy a turnkey. Yeah, that would make make more sense. It's more expensive, but you know, part of it is like decreasing the risk. Mm. Um, actually, it's not good for me. Actually, so if I sold this house, this would be a question. The best practices for managing properties remotely. So I've got six houses in America, but I can't get to America every week to sort them out. So <laughs> what are you gonna do when you come here man like seriously what are you gonna do you know like mean mug your tenants tell them to pay. like like this way you get your property managers to like that's their job yeah. right? and you got to pay them 10 percent of the rents to do yeah. that job for you but you know that's their job is to when things break they line up contractors fix it on your behalf mm-hmm. collect rents for you pay out your distributions i mean it's it 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 can be done 100% remotely. And I think it probably should, even if it is a remote, a local rental to yourself. Hmm. Yeah, man. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, next topic. Total financial wealth building for accredited investors. Yeah, okay. so investing in rental properties, building your portfolio, and then investing tax-wise smartly, right? Hmm. So the wealthy know how to play games with their taxes so they can use the losses from these real estate to pay little to no taxes. And I think oh. that's what separates the average that pay a lot of taxes and the, the wealthy that don't. Okay. That's smart, isn't it? <laughs> Paying as little tax as possible. <laughs> exactly. I mean. Um what what is infinite banking? Um, infinite banking is a way of using whole life insurance to essentially bank from yourself. Um, a lot of clients that are a million dollars net worth and above employ this strategy, but mm-hmm. it's one of those things that, you know, it's very stark contrast with what normal people do and what the wealthy do. So there is basically like a secret set of rules, like parallel to what we live. Sort of. But the, the thing is, it's like, it's all in clear day. It's not that, hard it's nothing that people can't implement on their own yeah but it's very counterintuitive like you know, you're all here all your buddies are telling you that rent's throwing down money down the tube like totally mm. not the case in my opinion okay huh because mm. I, I was saying the same thing about like <clears throat> obviously the discussion that like black people are being left behind and we're not making it and i was like it's um our own fault actually it's where where um how would you say we're complicit to the crime, basically. And if we would just learn a little bit more and realize how they're playing the game, we could also play that game too, because there is a few loopholes, you know, there's, lo- um, there's holes in the wall where we can get through. 
because there's always somebody's willing to help. So as long as there's someone who's willing to help, we can get through. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think you're totally right. The information is out there, but if you're not willing to learn, mm-hmm. that's all on you, man. I mean, yeah. like, and, and unfortunately, the, the one thing is like, there's a barrier to entry with real estate. You know, you need to save up $20,000 yeah. to buy a $100,000 house. Like you can't just buy a house with $5. Yeah. You, there's a barrier to entry there. <laughs> Hey, there's, a, there's a couple of drug dealers on Crenshaw who've probably got 20 grand <laughs> under their mattress. Yeah. Well, another thing is getting the lending for it too, right? Need documented W-2 income. That's another thing. But that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, there's no illegal ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless, well, unless you, you buy it. Unbuy it cash, right? Yeah, I was gonna you say you can buy it cash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, I mean, like, and, and this is what's unfortunate, right? You know, with all the stimulus money and inflation coming, yeah. I mean, that's just a way. If you're putting your money in your mattress, or burying it in Altoids cans out in the yard, like it, your money is being devalued. Yeah. Devalued. Yeah. And people that are savers are going to be losers in the future. Mm. And unless you're putting your money into assets that go up with the pace of inflation, such as real estate, yeah you're basically getting your money stolen from you. Yeah. That's, that's why I started investing in stocks. That's because I thought yeah, that, it was that, That's another thing that will go up with, you know, the rising tide. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't do any stocks. I don't believe in it. I you don't believe in stocks? Faith. No. But you know about dividend payments though. And if you've got like a million and you've got something paying you 7%, you're that's pretty good. That's what real estate is for. Yeah, you just say you pay no taxes because you get the tax benefits from the losses. Oh, that's it. Hey, that's gold. That's gold. Right. Because no when you when you make gains on your stocks, you got to pay mm. taxes on this. There's no internal losses for yeah. that. But real estate, the nice thing about real estate is you, you can depreciate the asset over time and that yeah. creates a paper loss. <laughs> I need to get into real estate. Yeah, man. Okay. You got to sell the house. <laughs> you know what? So let's say I've got 20 grand. Can I, can I get in on your crew or is that not enough? You can buy a rental property here in America for 20 grand. Assuming that you can get leverage, five to one leverage. And okay. that's the way to get started. So maybe we're going to talk offline because maybe I can, <laughs> I've got a plan. Yeah, or I'm I'm sure you can find places locally that meet that criteria. But what I would recommend is download the analyzer mm. and start analyzing properties yeah. around you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because there is some nice, especially houses. Would you recommend houses or apartments? Uh, either or, but just know that the nice stuff isn't going to yield the best returns, right? So we don't go to the luxury high-end stuff because mm. the rental values aren't strong there we also don't go to the low end stuff because it's just too much of a headache um but there's a nice sweet spot in the middle you know we call it workforce housing okay. kind of housing that caters to the lower middle class and here in america that's rents anywhere from 700 dollars to 1200 dollars a month rent oh, okay so there's so yeah okay that's what we need to do yeah that's what i need to do so i can retire i want to retire in two years <laughs> Everybody wants to. We need a plan, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got a plan. Two years might be a bit optimistic. I'm thinking more. Now I'm going to say two years. I'm not even going to deviate from my plan. I'm saying two years, and that's it. The moment I start changing my mind, the universe will hear it and be like, "Nope, 
then he stays. So two years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, passive cash flow investing. Passive streams of income and the reversing of pyramid and traditional investing. Yeah, and- so this is this all about, you know, buying, switching from buying low, so high, the normal investing dogma of investing for appreciation and investing mm-hmm. instead investing on things that make money on a month-to-month basis okay um i would like to know about well you just told me about the math behind um the free rules of investing that you use buy hard assets not like stocks that are fake buy things <laughs> that make cash flow which are kind of like dividend stocks, right? Yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah, sure. Give you cash flow, right? And then the last thing is, can you leverage it? Okay. That's good. And, um, oh, strategically withdrawing, rescuing your 4K1 to start investing in cash flow assets. What yeah. Do you recommend? I mean, the problem with the 401k or retirement plans, you're stuck with a cafeteria of options, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you find most of those cafeteria options are high fees, they make money mostly for the financial planner and the institutions. When you get out of that, invest in real estate or things on your own, you make a lot more returns because there are a lot less middlemen. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Isn't it's four K? Because we don't have. I don't know what we have in the. In Europe, it's like every, like, everybody's got different, calls it something different, but essentially all kind of works the same. It's, it's like a pension. It's a, it's a pension. Sort of. Yeah. Well, not a pension. Pension is kind of like what you pay into like social security here, but a, a retirement account is, you know, government subsidized or government says, hey, put your money into this, this account. Mm. It grows tax free. But the problem is you're stuck with all these bad investment options. That's no. the issue. So you can invest your 401k, uh, 401k into something else. Um, unless you self-direct it, but or you take it out. Okay. Is it a lot of money at the end, or how does it work? It's like, is it enough to live on at the end? Or um, depends how much you got in there, man. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> a little bit different. I'm trying to figure because it seems like everyone seems to have one, but I'm like, do you get like? like everyone pays the same amount or do you have to put in like if someone puts in a million every month or i don't know um it's all what you put in what you take out of your paycheck okay cool all right so um did you are you living in hawaii now yes and how how's it down there um it's it's gone well sunshine and rainbows yeah i've been to hawaii i love it it's one of the best places on the planet. Really. It's great. Um, one day I want to go back when I want to get some time. And yeah, uh, when I can decide to do the flight again, it's like 15 hours long. All right, cool. Then um, in closing, let me know where we can find you, how we can. Yeah, check out uh, this. Check out the Simple Passive Cashflow podcast and uh, check out my website, simplepassivecashflow.com. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problems. And uh, you know, this is the guy you, if you want to make some money, get in touch with this guy. He knows what he's doing and he's going to help me for sure in the future, I hope. Yeah, because I need to buy some properties. (laughs) Yeah, you got to sell your property. (laughs) Yeah, that's the the first thing I'm going to do actually. I'm going to sell this place and then um, buy five from it. 
All right. All right. Danny, we'll talk again. Bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.